Half a league, half a league, half a league onward, all in the valley of death, rode the brave 600. Forward the light brigade, charge for the guns, he said. Into the valley of death rode the 600. Forward the light brigade, was there a man dismayed? Not though the soldier knew, someone had blundered. There's not to make reply, there's not to reason why, there's but to do and die. Into the valley of death rode the 600. Cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon in front of them, volleyed and thundered, stormed at with shot and shell, boldly they rode and well, into the jaws of death, into the mouth of hell, rode the 600. Flashed all their sabers bare, flashed as they turned in air, sabering the gunners there, charging an army while all the world wondered. Plunged in the battery smoke, right through the line they broke, Cossack and Russian reeled from the saber stroke, shattered and sundered. Then they rode back, but not, not the 600. Cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon behind of them, volleyed and thundered, stormed out with shot and shell, while horse and hero fell. They had fought so well, came through the jaws of death, back from the mouth of hell, all that was left of them, left of 600. When can their glory fade? Oh, the wild charge they made, all the world wondered. Honor the charge they made, Honor the Light Brigade, Noble 600. Noble indeed. For those who didn't recognize it, that poem was Charge of the Light Brigade by Alfred Lord Tenson. Written to honor the soldiers of the British Light Brigade for their one and a half mile charge into the Valley of Death. This was a single moment in a relatively unheard of war. What made it special? Why do I need to know about it? Well, let's find out together. Welcome to Ben's Briefs, a breakdown of history. This week's topic is the Charge of the Light Brigade. The Light Brigade was a group of horse-mounted troops that saw the most use during the 1800s by countries across the world. The Light Brigade mainly consisted of men with sabers and lances. They had little armor and focused on speed rather than power. Their counterpart was the Heavy Brigade, and as the name suggests, the Heavy Brigade was larger. They rode bigger horses, had longer swords, and wore armored chest plates for protection. Together, they were the Cavalry, a versatile unit in any army during a time of war. The Cavalry got its origins from just before the Iron Age. Its history started when Central Asian states put chariots on the back of their horses and used them to charge enemy troops. This became known later as the Cavalry and has developed over time. The Cavalry has been instrumental in many battles, such as the Battle of Waterloo, where Napoleon and the Duke of Wellington faced off during the Napoleonic Wars, or the Battle of Mons, a British charge toward German lines during the First World War. But it is clear that the charge of the Light Brigade in the poem was not a battle-winning charge. What happened, and why did they charge? Well, we have to know why they're fighting first. The charge described in the poem took place during the Crimean War. The Crimean War started as a result of religious fights between the Orthodox Christians and the Catholic monks in the Ottoman Empire. 
Following a particularly violent fight, Tsar Nicholas I of Russia, a self-proclaimed defender of the Orthodox Christians, demanded to protect the Christians in the Ottoman Empire. When he was rejected, he sent his army to occupy two principalities in present-day Bulgaria. The Tsar also hoped to take the Ottoman capital of Constantinople, because it would give him unfettered access to the Mediterranean Sea. Soon the French and the British heard about the Russian advance and set off to defend the Ottoman sovereignty. The tide of war was against Nicholas, and after a few heavy losses and the threat of Austria joining the fight against him, he turned and headed back home. But the British and the French weren't done with Russia yet. French, British, and Ottoman troops decided to attack a Russian naval base at Sevastopol. Once in place, they sieged the naval base for eight days. On the eighth day, the Russians attacked the British supply base in the village of Balaklava. This is where the famous Charge of the Light Brigade took place, and this is how it came to be. The man overseeing the battle at Balaklava was the British commander-in-chief. He had the final say in all matters and could direct all the troops any way he wanted. Once the battle got going, the commander-in-chief wanted to reclaim some land that had been recently lost and ordered the heavy brigade, light brigade, and the infantry to charge and reclaim as much as possible. However, the commander of the cavalry thought he wanted all three to attack together and so waited around for the infantry to show up. The commander-in-chief then ordered the cavalry to advance rapidly to the front and try to prevent the enemy carrying away the guns, as the Russians were stealing their artillery cannons. Still, the commander of the cavalry, who couldn't see the guns being taken, didn't understand, and when he asked the, the chief's aide what the commander-in-chief had said, the aide pointed towards the Russian artillery battery at the end of the exposed valley. Though perturbed by the orders, the heavy and light brigades charged down the valley with cannons on three sides. The heavy brigade shortly turned around, but the light brigade kept going. It is said that the light brigade drew their sabers and crashed into the Russian line with vengeance, and the panic they caused was so great that some Russian troops started shooting each other to try to get away. But they couldn't hold the Russian line. They were soon battered back to where they came from, all the while being bombarded by cannonballs. 670 soldiers charged, 110 died, 106 were injured and 375 of the horses perished on the charge. So why is this important? Countries lose battles all the time. Why is this one different? What made this battle worth remembering is the culmination of lessons that can be learned from the soldiers themselves and the mistakes made on the battlefield. The first lesson is that of authority. These men charged to their deaths just because someone in power told them to. Authority can't always be trusted. People have to do what they think is right and follow their own path. Someone in power can lead a large group of followers the wrong way just because the followers don't question the leadership. But it is important to remember the people in the poem were soldiers. They were all in the military and so stuck in a catch-22. If they questioned their leader, they would be punished for insubordination. But if they listened, they would all charge to their death. They were stuck between a rock and a hard place, and yet they were willing to do the charge anyway. That brings us to the next lesson. The lesson of fighting for what you believe in. While the Light Brigade was forced to charge into the valley, no one forced these men to join the Light Brigade. They all joined because they believed in protecting their homeland and its people. These men wanted to defend their country and did so by joining the Light Brigade. In that sense, they were free to choose defending their country at the chance of losing their lives. 
That brings us to the last lesson we can learn from the charge of the Light Brigade. The lesson of the responsibility and weight that is put onto soldiers when they join the armed forces. Whether it is the 1800s or today, people who serve our country risk giving their lives in the line of action every time there is a confrontation. The soldiers in the poem charged on horses into a dangerous valley, and today's soldiers ride in cars through fields of landmines. These two groups of warriors are not much different, and they risk their life every day so we don't have to. Basically, the people who join the armed forces are held to a higher standard with more risks and little reward. Those who join risk their lives for the ideals they believe in and are invaluable parts of our society. Both groups of defenders are proud warriors who keep their country safe. In the end, the charge of the Light Brigade reflects many things, but first and foremost, it was sacrifice. Men laying down their lives for their country, serving their country to protect what they love, hundreds of men deciding it was better to die fighting than do nothing at all. The charge of the Light Brigade also reflects bravery, knowing the valley in front of them was hell and riding into it with sabers held high. And when the shells started falling, not one of the Light Brigade turned tail. They rode together through the pain to the other side where they did as they were told. Lastly, these men made their mark on history, charging towards certain doom and never wavering. How many people would do that? How many people could lay down their lives for their country? So let's listen again and hear the tale of the Brave 600. Half a league, half a league, half a league onward, all in the valley of death rode the Brave 600. Forward the light brigade, charge for the guns he said, into the valley of death rode the 600. Forward the light brigade, was there a man dismayed? Not though the soldier knew, someone had blundered. There's not to make reply, there's not to reason why, there's but to do and die, into the valley of death rode the 600. Cannon to the right of them, cannon to the left of them, cannon in front of them, volleyed and thundered, Stormed at with shot and shell, boldly they rode and well into the jaws of death, into the mouth of hell, rode the 600. Flashed all their sabers bare, flashed as they turned in air, sabering the gunners there, charging an army while all the world wondered. Plunged in the battery smoke, right through the line they broke, Cossack and Russian reeled from the saber stroke shattered and sundered then they rode back but not not the 600 cannon to the right of them cannon to the left of them cannon behind of them volleyed and thundered stormed out with shot and shell while horse and hero fell they had fought so well came through the jaws of death back from the mouth of hell all that was left of them left of 600. When can their glory fade? Oh, the wild charge they made. All the world wondered. Honor the charge they made. Honor the Light Brigade. Noble 600.
This episode of Ben's Briefs was brought to you by the Useless Invention Company. This week, get the Ride on Broom 50% off when you enter the code BRIGADE. And special shout out to Floyd Allen for the poem reading. People like you make this whole thing possible.